to like mother like son like movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And this is our second episode on our uh, movie list of our favorite movies of 2020. Uh, we already did um, my list uh, separate and now we are going to concentrate on uh, Lisa's, my mother's list uh, of what her favorite movies were from 2020. And um, just just now in the beginning, before we go into the into the list itself, we were talking on the. Um, I have like an app that I used to track my movie list, like like a diary of the movies that I've seen. Another box which I uh, really like, and it's very easy. I can. It's very very. It sorts everything out for me and everything, and it's like uh, very easy. But you don't have this. Like you don't use any apps or anything. You you actually do like a very old fashioned way of keeping track of your movies oh i i think it's not old-fashioned <laughs> at all i write it by hand in a in a notebook mm-hmm. and i think it's uh, very handy it's quick and easy and every morning i write what i've seen the day before i mark them uh, in 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 the notebook and uh, I color every movie by with the stars. Every star star amount has color. Like three stars is orange. So I know immediately in orange. Oh, that one! I remember them afterwards. I the name of the movie I I color under. Yeah, you 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 put the date when you saw it. You put the name of the movie, the year, the release year, and the director. And the, and the country from which it's done, yeah. that's no, nowadays pretty difficult because there's so many <laughs> countries involved in some movies. But yeah. the main country and the director and whatever relevant, Not uh, I don't write anything what it's about because that I write mm. separately analysis mm-hmm. in another place in, in the computer. But... Yeah. Uh, and then I write where I saw it. Ah, yeah. I found that relevant. Mm-hmm. Either in a theater or at home from a DVD, or yes, from the or streaming. a festival, mm-hmm. or or in your place, mm-hmm. whatever. So I, it makes it all more um, reachable. Mm-hmm. And and you have been doing this for a long time already. Like you have several notebooks. Already. Yes, I have several notebooks, and this notebook is the latest one. Is I'm on the last page, so mm. now I'm on the last page. It's very exciting for me. So I restart a new soon, new one, and uh, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm thinking now I have a chance even to make some improvements this idea and and when did this start this started in 2015 wow and i have i have a notebook from my teenage years no mm-hmm. so it's so long all this wow there, there are some years between i didn't do it when i had the marriage life with little babies and so on. Mm-hmm. i didn't watch movies then <laughs> so Okay, okay yeah. but but this I found uh, really enjoyable and and uh, practical. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So 
shall I go on my list? Yeah, so um, I don't know, like I, I um, yeah, I had a very specific like rating system, a list and stuff like this. You use like uh, one to five stars. Ah, yes, one to five. I, I go on that's easiest for me. I go on the easy mm -hmm. thing. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I have mm. divided this list. It has three types of films, categories. Mm. Like I have a series, 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 like, series. Um, like mini series or, yeah, or no, even like many season series. Yeah, even like many season series. So are you are they, you now rating like the season that happened on twenty twenty yeah. or oh, okay? Yeah, so it's a yeah, season some, of a series. Yeah, okay. Mm. I do like that and because now I realize it has gone to such in 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 the movie business that the series are like movies really mm -hmm. so have to count them in and then I have documentaries and then I have movies okay great so maybe I I I well start from the series See, I start on the series. So the fifth season of Le Bureau Le, de Legendes mm -hmm. was uh, in um, 2020. Yeah, it was the season finale. Yeah, no? season finale yeah. was. So I count the whole uh, series of Le Bureau. It's uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we have talked about it, so I don't have to go into it. But uh. We mentioned it in the in the podcast where we talked about watching movies in yes. 2020 during the quarantine. That uh, uh, I uh, yeah I was watching it very actively then. It's a French French series. It's it's but, one of the yeah. it really one of the best spy spy stuff out there. Like nowadays when I see like I was watching this uh, one uh, uh, yeah I was watching this. Uh, a uh, series called Devs from Alex Garland who made yeah. Ex Machina mm -hmm. and stuff. It's yeah. not, not good. I don't like it. And there is like a Russian spy mm. in that and they have to meet secretly and stuff. And mm. after watching Le Bureau, knowing really what spy stuff is about and like the, the, the quality of what they, what, how they portray all of that stuff, it felt so fake and it felt like no spy would ever behave that way and you know like mm -hmm. there was the, like the, the Le Bruo really cuts deep and so uh, steps uh, like uh, makes an example. Yeah you know? and I think Masia Kasovic hasn't done a, a bad uh, film in his life. He's mm. uh, superb. He's the so main I'm actor. So, what? He's the main actor. Of, of He's the main actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this. This. Um, what was the, his? Yeah. Lahain. Yeah. I know only in Finnish because he made Lahain, no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But in this show in La Bro, he's just an actor. He's not a producer or director or something. But he's, he's a marvelous actor. actor. <laughs> he's not just an actor. I think he makes this uh, <laughs> series. But yeah, all true. the others are also as good. Mm -hmm. They go in with their spirit into it, with their yeah. own qualities. Every is an individual. So that's for me. And then there is a small axe. Yeah. I count it as a series. It's a movies, 
five movies or series, and that we have had a special podcast on by Steve yeah. McQueen. So that is that that was giving me the social uh, revolution. It's very necessary such thing, and and also personal for him mm-hmm. because it touches him and his own childhood even and everything. Mm-hmm. So that was it, and then there were then there is a third one, um, the Sopranos. <laughs> David Chase is so good; he has created it, and there, there are six seasons of it, and uh-huh. I had not seen it, but the epidemic gave me the chance, and I thought this is my chance, and I started, and I do, I think it's the best series ever done. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's also it's relevant to one of the movies which from this year, this soprano. So that's why I mention it also. So, but it's uh, from two thousand and two. Yeah, something yeah, like indeed. that. So, uh, yeah, twenty years. Uh, <laughs> 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 indeed, but there, there's now come. There, I think this year came like a film, a prequel film based on the Sopranos. Prequel? Uh, just today, in 2021, they released uh, a movie called The Many Saints of Newark, which um, which is a prequel telling the, the origin story or the childhood of Tony Soprano. And where can I see this? Well, they, they said that it should be like a theatrically released in o- October 1 and then have uh, HBO Max uh, release well because Sopranos of course oh HBO. thank God so okay <laughs> so you should be able to see. <laughs> thank God <laughs> yes um, so and it's I written, want... written by David Chase so maybe, yes, maybe David that will Chase. be interesting for you yeah mm-hmm. it's what a professional <laughs> uh, genius so 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 yeah like uh, so it's on your list so me it's very interesting so it's only your list but it's a series from two thousand two like very very old so why is it in 2000 is it because you you only saw it on 2020 that's why yeah it was my decision to see it in 2020 and it it connects me to Mank to the Ah, film Mank and I want to say about the Sopranos one thing that this ending it has the all the the ending of endings in the sixth (laughs) season it's, it's something Never done. It's. I'm really, really thankful for that. This woman, the ending itself, how it happened, and then the woman therapist, uh-huh. the way she behaved in the whole series, uh-huh. is for me something that all these women liberations should take, <laughs> take uh, uh, notice. Uh-huh. Marvelous. Marvelous. Yeah, it was a good ending. Also. I think it was also there was some kind, maybe some kind of controversy about it. I know it was, remember, but but yeah. I, I always remember it as one of the best endings of a series. Yeah, and the what the woman therapist did in the end when she was, if she was not in the last last, but before when she was, that's that's something really mm. I appreciate that. And David Chase, thank to David. Okay. Oh, and I want to I want to say as yes, that uh, in the many saints of Newark, 
the 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 person who plays young Tony Soprano is uh, Michael Gandolfini, who is the son of Gandolfini. Um, oh. Yeah. Very, uh, they have this person, personage. All every actor has a personage, and uh, wow, I love that. It's like it's, uh, it reminds me of like a Jodorowsky, who who always puts his sons into playing <laughs> him, himself as a younger version. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some people, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So after that, we go to the documents because that's the series. Ah, that was the series. Okay. Yeah. We go to documents and there is, there are really good documents, well, my five star. The mole agent, which we talked about already. Yeah, that was on my list. It was on your list and we don't have to say about it anymore. And But then there was another document from last year, 2020, by Fred Scott, made a document called The Being a Human Person. Uh -huh. And uh, it's on Roy Anderson, this movie director, Swedish movie director. Okay, wow. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's about him and his. He is a completely open person, even if he's very uh, private person. It, mm -hmm. He succeeds to be an open and private at the same time, and it's the most interesting thing in the world. And this was the one we talked about that was on the Ule Arena. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and how just, many people uh, got to see it? I don't know, but they lost if they didn't. And uh, he's um, it's he's also showing there how he's doing his movies. But we learn about him as a person, and that's the best way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I was actually you, you talked about about it, and I was really sad that I missed it because it sounded so interesting because it goes into his life and how he makes his these crazy movies that you you were talking about that he he has this huge warehouse apartment building or something and he has an apartment building of many many floors you know he has uh, a whole apartment building where he does this and where he lives mm -hmm. and and he's he creates all of his movie sets inside this apartment building yeah he it's makes a, huge uh, halls because they are like crazy big sets that yeah. like he, he creates a whole like street of a city. Or, or a beach. Or a beach. As, and even like... a park. He makes a park. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's you don't believe it when you see the movies that they are built in. All of them are built. And he repeats, repeats some subjects like always a park with a bench. Yeah. Or a... Uh, and no. these apartment buildings and yeah. like hallways. Yeah, the and street and it's something wrong with them always, but you don't know what and it makes you crazy. Like you watch and it's it it's uh, fascinating. Mm -hmm. So here you can see how he do, does it actually. He don't hide it. And he tell it he you can he talks about his inner difficulties. His mm. has real inner difficulties. And uh, open, very open, and charming, good person. Mm -hmm. And then there is another, the third documentary, which is something special, which has never done, been done before. 
I've done many documentaries are like that. Yeah, that's what nice with documentaries. But it's called uh, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. By Liz Garbus. And uh, it's about um, Michelle McNamara, who is who was um, investigating to catch the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. And she wrote a book about it, which was published after her death. This Pat Oswald, the husband, and the That's daughter, yeah. Alice, are are in this movie very much and it looks like it's a family picture it's a made it's a you know you make video on family like what you do privately more normally normally people make private mm-hmm. videos but this is a public video made for public a family video it's about the serial killer which was working on Dozens of years, it was tens and tens and tens of years killing people in a cruel way, but they don't concentrate on that. It's about this, but they don't concentrate. They concentrate on Michelle McNamara all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's done in a very positive way. It makes you feel good. You would never believe that the serial killer, which is nowadays, it's horrible, those true crimes to, uh, mm-hmm. films. Horrible. This is not like that. This makes you feel good. So so happy to see that uh, document. So that was the document. And now we go to movies. Okay. Great. Yeah. So we have Cuties. Cuties, the French film about the little girls, the 11 years old girls who made this uh, dancing performance. Mm -hmm. I also count it on five stars. Oh wow! Five stars. Great. Yeah, it's a it's a fresh look on something which you, if we are supposed to see, mm-hmm. we are supposed to see how these little girls are innocent and how they live. I'm very happy to see. Kind of a, like a, a taboo subject. It's kind of a difficult subject for. For me, to... it was not difficult when I saw it. I never thought there's something wrong with. It. I just I was happy to see the girls how they live there in France in Paris mm-hmm. or whatever, and in from that background they had immigrant background from uh, North Africa I think or, or some Africa, mm-hmm. and uh, really sweet girls, mm-hmm. very well done. And um, then there is uh, Hidden by Jafar Panahi. Mm-hmm. And I con- contacted to Three Faces this uh, movie from 2018. Where he also went to similar trip, and we talked about it already. So I don't go mm-hmm. into that. But it's it's uh, fantastic. Uh, then there is Jacuz, Jacuz, Jacuz. It's French. a French name. I. Uh, 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 what is it in English? I menacee and jacuzzi in France. Ah, okay. Uh, um, Roman Polanski, and he, I think he won a prize for it, and there was even opposition to it because of some stupid. That because this is a good movie. This is one of the amazing movies I've seen. Very, very good. 
just just watch it and be amazed. Um, it's a very complex matter. So 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 in the society there, so they made out of it, and this man was pressed, pressed. His private self was pressed into this mess. Who? Mm -hmm. It's. I'm. I'm very happy that this Roman Polanski took this hard subject and made it, because it's an old, old thing. Mm -hmm. From 1800 something. Then there is. I'm thinking of ending things. By Charlie Kaufman, and we talked about that already. Mm -hmm. And um, then there is a Russian film called Dear Comrades. Dear Comrades? Yeah, Dear okay. Comrades by Andrei Konchalovsky. And I watched it and I didn't remember who is Andrei Konchalovsky and I didn't know nothing about it and I just watched it because it looked to me interesting. And so his wife, he has a young wife called Yulia Vysotskaya, was, is acting the main part. Uh -huh. And it's kind of a private thing in, uh, in uh, demonstration. They have a demonstration there. These workers are not getting money for their work in that time in Russia in the in the some year in the communism mm -hmm. and they make um, make uh, a demonstration where the people killed and very bad but the demonstration is only few minutes in the whole film the most mm -hmm. is about this woman and the family the her daughter and so on yeah so you don't think that it's a it's a film on demonstration? Is it? It's like a movie. Is is it like a kind of a historical film? Is yes. It about a real event. Real event. Kind of seen through this one person in a way. Yes, and it's it's a real event which was hushed down. Never we in the Western world nobody ever heard about this demonstration. What happened? Mm. And it's uh, just uh, horrible what happened there in the demonstration and it was hushed and it happened in I think in white Russia what you call this Belarusia it's a, one country nowadays it's a country oh. of itself no, I don't know. The, it's called white Russia uh, Belarusia and it's now in the news at the moment mm -hmm. Very much because the, all the immigrants are on the border and from mm -hmm. Syria. So now, at the but that's nothing to do with this. This, this was mm -hmm. done. This was then Russia. It was communism. And what is? It's a, it's a good film, a, a masterful film. But then I read about Konchalovsky, and I don't wonder because he's an old man, and he's a master. His masterly has done all kinds of things in his life and never been afraid, but he also comes from a very cultured family, one of the high culture family in Russia. No wonder mm -hmm. that he's, he had the possibility to develop and grow up, grow. And 
The wife, this Yulia Vysotskaya, is from the Belarusia, mm-hmm. White Russia. So it's her past. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they live now, they moved out of Russia for a while to live in somewhere, West America, Canada, I don't remember where. But they went back to Moscow and they nowadays in Moscow, actually they live in Moscow and make this film. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So all the background is interesting to me, but I don't know if it's interesting to anybody else. But this <laughs> film itself is uh, masterly. Wow, okay, yeah, I really have to see it. Real, real something. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> real. <laughs> and Okay, then we have a French film called um, La Belle Epoque. It was in Finnish, but do you is it in English the same? The Belle Epoque is the <clears throat> is the beautiful cultural period of 1880s in France. It was, and I think Woody Allen's this Midnight in Paris went into it. Uh-huh. They moved into Belle Epoque. I, I, it's, it's like a lot of like these famous artists and creatives, yeah, writers and yeah. painters and. They like all were from, yeah. Okay. So Creating it's like set in that period, you mean? It's, uh, yes. Um, La Belle Epoque is set in that period, but this film doesn't happen in that period at all. It's just called La Belle Epoque because uh. it's a story of by, by Nicolas Bedos and it was done in 2019, but in Finland it only showed in 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's a, he made a, this main character makes a business, a firm, called La Belle Epoque, which you can go and pay a lot of money and he will create for you the period of your wishes. You can, <laughs> uh-huh. you can say where you want to go in time, so he makes it. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> And it's marvelous from the beginning to the end, and the right person to act, Daniel Otoil, is acting in it, the mm-hmm. main character, and he he is not going to want to go to the Belle Epoque. No, he wants to go into his own youth and fall in love again, and so on. And and but when they go into this this period, they they of course are themselves in that age, like sixties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 60 years old, but acting uh, uh, is going to the period where they are 20. And they are dressed up in that way, and the, all the surroundings are that, and all the lovings happen, and the, all the people, all the people of his time, they create there. But mm-hmm. he stays 60 all the time, and he loves it, he just loves it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's an <laughs> yeah. interesting premise uh, idea for a movie. Yeah, so nice. And Isabel Adjani is the. I think it was Isabel Adjani, yeah, the wife, acting the wife he fell in love with. But she's not in that period because uh, she's now also 60 or something. There's somebody else acting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very, very good film. I watched it twice, one after the. When I finished it, I watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure that is this true that I love it so much it was <laughs> I still love it and I can watch it again mm-hmm. sounds great uh, yeah yeah okay then we have um, a, 
a film by this Roy Anderson, we talked about, uh, earlier about his documentary, about endlessness. Mm, yeah. It's called About Endlessness and uh, it's made in 2019, but it was only brought 2020. So I'm allowed to have it here. <laughs> so we That's talked fair. about that already, so we don't go into it. Mm. So, so, and then there's another French film called called Happy Birthday in English, but it's in French is Fête de Famille, uh, family party. They have a garden party for birthday party for Catherine Deneuve, who is the oh. mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, the mother, and it's by Cedric Kahn, is the director. Also, not 2019, but he came here 2020. And the the story is so strange that it's uh, I'm, it's uh, I can't reveal it. But it's a trip you have to take. Uh -huh. Wow, okay. Wow, that's I recommend crazy. strongly. In so, Emmanuel Berko is the actress for the daughter. And they're also sons. Grown-up. Grown-up sons and daughters. Because Catherine Deneuve is her age now. Okay, wow. So so this is a movie that you shouldn't spoil too much before you No. See. It's okay. just go and sit and watch and take it in if you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds very daring. Very daring, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's this uh, Florian Zeller's father, with the father, mm. by Anthony Hopkins. I agree every word you talk about it. Mm -hmm. Then there's Monk. So right. if you... Mank by David Fisher, mm -hmm. and uh, f few words I have to say about Mank yes. because it's um, people say, Oh, it's Randolph Hearst, all the same stuff about this publisher, media person, mm -hmm. like, but no, this is new, it's completely new, like we said about this uh, screenwriter Herman Mankovich, and so on. But this brings me to Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Because in Sopranos there is a fascinating character in that series. One, uh, all of them are fascinating, but one which for me was the special was Peter Bogdanovich. Mm -hmm. Peter Bogdanovich is a is a director, movie director, and uh, he was acting the the therapist of the therapist woman. He was the therapist of the therapist woman, <laughs> and uh, I'm fascinated by him in that film. It's this a character which caught me immediately. I I've been drawing him several times now. Mm -hmm. In in that part, but Peter Bogdanovich himself is um, made a movie called Cat's Meow. That's new, mew, meow. That's new, and uh, this is about Randolph Hearst too. It's about him in the yard with Charlie Chaplin and us and this uh, mistress and a lot of guests. And one of the guests, you know, was the woman who acts in the Sunrise in this famous film, old old uh -huh. film called Sunrise. 
So she was on that yacht too. Wow, yeah, so it's super. Yeah, old. and the woman, the actress was Margaret Livingstone. And it was a luxury yacht of, of this uh, Randolph Hearst called Oneida in San Pedro, California. And Charlie Chaplin was there, and he almost killed Charlie Chaplin. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they made a movie he, of this. Uh, yeah, so uh, Peter Bogdanovich made a movie of it, and this movie I recommend, but <laughs> it's made in 2001. <laughs> it's not done in... Uh, it's, What's the I name of it. that film? Cats Meow. Cats Meow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's... A, it's they say it's a true story. But of course, it's a film by Peter Moglanovich, but it really happened. But who knows if it happened this way or that way. And if he murdered somebody or not, this Randall first. He's so rich that he could do anything he liked. I, 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 you know, I, what, like, I, I, knew, I actually knew this cat's meow because it, there's this very interesting thing that, that Eddie Isard plays Charlie Chaplin. Yes. That to me is like very, very like I really want to see that that performance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so everybody has his own favorite, like in mm. this. Yeah. So then there is um, Palm Springs. Okay. And Palm Springs is the film I gave three stars, which is orange in my book. And ah, yeah. and but the story is just like you said. It's so interesting, so fresh, and so enjoyable that. Mm. Yeah, I have to add it here. Mm-hmm. It it earned its place, where they go in a time loop. It's, yeah, yeah. This Andy, the here I saw first time this Andy Samberg, the actor, mm-hmm. the man. Very good actor. Why don't they, they make of him the Bond? <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> He's yeah. a personal, and uh, yeah, he can do anything. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So, and now, now I go into stranger parts. Ooh. I have still I three stranger parts. It's stranger parts. Three films which are uh, go a little oh, bit uh, exciting. Stranger. So, uh, I saw in movie uh, called uh, South Korean film called Lucky Chan Seal. It was just a small movie, a Korean. But it caught me, and now I can't get rid of it. Like it's co- uh, directed by Kim Cho Lee. It's about a wo- uh, woman who was producing films for Hong Sang Soo for many years. Hong Sang Soo is this. Uh, we talked about in my list. We talked about uh, is the film. Uh, make, we we watched. My first one was with you, The Crass, and then uh, his movie, The Woman Who Ran, made my list. Yes, and this okay. year's this year's movie, the introduction which I saw was Hong Sang Soo. Yeah. So this woman made before was the producer from his to his films. Uh-huh, okay. So he makes a little bit like similar, but her her own completely middle-aged woman who goes with the young people who make films. The the group here the director dies in the beginning. <laughs> So this, like this Hong San Su, not the Hong San Su, but yeah. somebody, a director dies, and this woman he has this group of young people whom she's the, but they don't do, suddenly they're out of work. Uh-huh. 
And so she has to move to another place and they go make a long trip up the mountain with all the mattresses and all her things and she gets a room in a house of an older woman. Just a room. She has to go and clean houses to get money. So it's it's kind of exaggerating. The whole film is kind of exaggerating, but very energetic, moving forward, and nothing is is um, stagnant. Mm -hmm. It's forward going, forward going, and the special what in it which I don't like so much in films um, normally that there are there are parts from other films like. You mean like they go to a film theater and then they look at the movie or, or like uh, you no, really... No, they actually go to coffee house which was in the film Burning. The same coffee house? Same coffee house because it's a special coffee house so you never forget it. <laughs> so I didn't like that. What are they doing in Burning coffee house? But they, they do something else there. But, so it's just a set, the set, set uh, yeah. of... It okay. is no, it's not the set. It's I, I think it's actual coffee house there because yeah, yeah, I mean, but the, you reuse the set, you know. Oh. They reused. I yeah. I don't know if it's that's not what I mean. If it's ah. a real coffee house or not, they it's it's yeah, not yeah. it's okay. not a but clip it's, from the other movie. It's like okay, yeah, it's <laughs> full of these kind of things from other films, and uh -huh. what okay. what strange the house where she lives is. Was it the house where she lives or or where she cleans? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I have to see it again. But suddenly the ghost of Leslie Cheung is there. What? Leslie Cheung, you remember yeah. Happy Together? Yeah, yeah. The film Wong Kar Wai uh -huh. with uh, Tony Leung and uh, Leslie Cheung, all of us. So... Yeah, so young, in the old times, I lately watched Wong Kar Wai's films newly, uh, one after the other, so I, I'm into them now. But Leslie Cheung was a very, very famous actor in Hong Kong, and he died, he jumped from uh, 27th floor or something, and was depressed and died. 2003. Yeah. Mm. This I didn't know when I watched the film, this, this film. Uh -huh. uh, afterwards, I, I, I watch it only. But now he's in this film, as somebody who looks like him is in his underwear, coming to ghost this g woman. Oh. And he's Leslie Cheung, and she says to him. Uh, at first, she don't realize that he's a ghost because, but then nobody else can see him, and then she knows that it must be the ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, very well, complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did and they do then that? she says to him many times that well, why you are not in Hong Kong? Why you are not in Hong Kong? <laughs> because this happens in Korea. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> but he gives her advice. She needs a lot of advice because she's a middle-aged woman and doesn't really know what to do with her life. And this, this brings me back to the movie I love, this Lavenir. It's kind of that, no? In another way. Uh -huh. A middle-aged woman who is in the crossroads and don't know what to do. Yes. Yeah. But this is just a little film in the style of Hong, Ka Hong Sang Soo, like, no? It doesn't Whoa, okay. want to be something great, but I think it's good, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs>
crazy. This is really crazy. Yeah, but I only told the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, okay. It all goes on and on and on. And very embarrassing, you know, a middle-aged woman, what she's doing and looking for her lost youth. It's very embarrassing. So this touches me very much. Mm -hmm. Wow, great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really have to see that. Uh, yeah, and then there is a film I'd have to say about Minari, which you talked about already. We said about it that, but it, he, this Minari is not on my list. Uh huh. Not. Yeah. Because it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. First of all, we have to take the grandmother, which was I. It's hard to know her name. It's hard to know her name, but she's very famous in Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, called Yoon Yu Jun. Mm -hmm. So I have seen now two films where she is acting. Yeah. And she's not uh, really doesn't know what she's doing. In which films? Minari, and uh, then I saw the Bacchus Lady in movie. Ah, okay. Really, she's spoiling the films. It's uh, not. Okay. And another thing about Minari is that it's built up with scenes which I can see that they are built up. I don't um. like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I like to be seeing through and be living in it real. And I don't see that, oh, this is made up. This is so what they're talking about is uh, you kind of get suddenly out of the movie magic and you can just kind of see the strings yeah. of it. And then it's hard to maybe go back to the magic of... You can't go even back. I couldn't get in. In yeah. the whole, whole time I couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Indeed. It was made, every scene was calculated. Somebody mm -hmm. calculated where to put the scenes and they are good scenes, they are perfect scenes. But there are wrong scenes. I'm sorry to say that, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to say. Did, didn't so the had... grandmother? Uh, uh, doesn't the grandmother play in the Lucky Shamsil also? Ah, uh, no, is she? She's probably it, in it, you, every you Korean movie. Yeah, Yoo Yoon Yoon, no? Yeah. Uh, if I now say it correct, the name. Yoon, yeah, there is a. Maybe she's the old woman who owns the house where this woman lives. But, but I can see that he's credited to play in that film. So I was very confused. So did, did she kind of ruin that film? Like, uh, did you, you didn't really know. notice her? We didn't see, no, well, we saw <laughs> the old woman who rented her the room. We only saw her from the back mostly and so on. And she's like, you remember in grass, in Hong Sang Su's grass, there is outside the cafe, there are pots of plants with grass. Uh -huh, yeah. And somebody goes to tend them all the time. So in this Lucky Sanzil, this woman goes to tend her pots of plants on the terrace, just like in this, but I see her from the back. Uh -huh. So I okay. didn't pay attention to her. And she's well, maybe, nice. I, I think maybe because you said that she's a very famous actress, so she's bound to oh. appear in many of them. And she's, yeah. she's prominently in the poster of of yeah. uh, Lucky Shansil, so he's very really? supposed to be a kind of a attraction. Really? So I have to take I have to take back my words. If she's she, <laughs> in that film, she doesn't spoil the film. Well, apparently, maybe there. maybe because he was he was shot from the back. <laughs> yeah, and she was uh, not so prominent 
she was not given, she shouldn't be given a prominent part <laughs> in the film. So she could be a side actor like June Squibb, which June Squibb should be the main actor in all the films, I think. Okay. And this one not. Okay, one more film, which is like for you was this, well, if I had seen Woman Who Ran, it would be Woman Who Ran, but I didn't see it. <laughs> didn't have a chance to see it. Uh -huh. So, but one film which intrigues my mind endlessly and doesn't leave me, and is a perfect film. It's a film you told me about. Uh -huh. I'm thankful for you. It was in Netflix in the middle of August in 2020, it came to Netflix, uh -huh. even if it's a film from 2019. Oh. It's a French film called An Easy Girl. Uh -huh. La Fille Facile. Yeah, and uh, La, Fille, La Fille Facile means as um, a girl, not uh, it means an, also an easy girl, but it means a surface, superficial girl. Uh -huh. Indeed, it's a little bit of a mix. I, uh, superficial would be a better focus, not an yes. easy. Easy girl makes you it makes it feel like she's kind of cheap or you know easy to take advantage yeah. of. Yeah, and but it's it not also really about. That. Yeah, yeah, but superficial well, is a good, uh, maybe a better balance of it, maybe. The, the four main well, characters, yeah, right. characters there, yeah, but the director is Rebecca Zlotowski, and this name I will remember forever, I will watch what if she makes. And there are four characters, uh, two girls and two men. Uh, there's Sofia, Naima, Andres and Philip, and it's mostly supposed that this film is about Naima, this 16-year-old girl in Cannes. They, she lives with her mother in Cannes, in a not very rich, uh, not very poor and not very rich, but in a meager existence they have. And they are probably immigrants from Africa, North Africa, Algeria or Morocco somewhere. Mm. And the mother is a maid in the hotel. And Khan has a lot of um, rich people coming and uh, all kinds of... <coughs> so there is hotels and things. But there's also this other side of it, with normal people living in normal apartment houses. And Naima is at school. She's at crossroads in her life. Mm -hmm what to do, what to do, but they are all in crossroads of it, if you start to think about it, it doesn't leave me. Sophia <laughs> is, we don't know really, not much, almost nothing about the background, none of them, but it evolves little by slowly, slowly you get more and more information and late, and it never stops. Every day I get more information of it. In, so, <laughs> Sophia is a cousin of Naima, and her mother died, and she comes from Paris to a vacation. Uh -huh. And so, they are the cousins, two cousins, and the <coughs> mother of Naima. 
and they it's well I don't I don't I'm very deep in it so I shouldn't go in now to details and deep it's but it's like when when you when you when you when you saw it like I saw it and I didn't recommend it to you and I I never would have imagined the 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 the, the reaction <laughs> the level of reaction that you gave because I I thought that we will enjoy it and I you know like a it's a very good <laughs> French movie but but then then you then you you really loved it and you you sent a message to me and then after that I start just start kept hearing from the easy girl how you cracked another level and how you were peeling it like an onion all the levels and you were just talking to me more and more about this connection and this connection and this detail and this details and and it just and it's still going like you're just like it's still uh, going <laughs> today I found more I was so surprised <laughs> ooh this morning I remembered more of it every day so that is a mark of a good movie a master yeah, yeah. movie no? and there are things like surprising things that one day I found I realized that the the sextant there is a you know what is a sextant I'm not sure <laughs> it's an equipment from old antique an antique equipment which Philip has helped Andres to buy it's very expensive oh, yeah. like piece of art but it's really you measure horizon between horizon and the ship on the on the sea the distance oh, yeah. with sextant so sextant can you believe it so it's like a meta symbols all this and so it's in a box there in the uh-huh. in the yard and in one point Andres is is uh, blaming the girls that they are stealing the sextant no so it's like they're talking in the in secret words which you have to kind of understand but but it really yeah. is in one you can look at it on a normal level that film and let it go like you thought or you can go into it with all those things and see and so on and so on and so on and so on. You see how much I'm in it? What do you think? <laughs> I see. I, I I very much see how much it's like. Um, but it, but it's very it's very funny movie in the sense that I don't. It's it's a has had a very average uh, critical response. Like it's their shame. Very, it's their yeah. shame, not mine. <laughs> it's it's a it's a type of movie that. Like people kind of looked past over and kind of like you know okay whatever you know it's this but but it it was a very surprising like uh, really good major quality movie from just this French movie for, for Netflix because it is for really for Netflix and I, I'm really happy that Netflix has this ability to give this kind of space for filmmakers to kind of make films in that space. It's good. Yeah. So um, then I have something to say about that. Just to the end, you know, there's something because here I have gone through with that, and um, so the year 2020 was this kind of a year, and in that year I changed my favorite movie of all times. Oh, okay. And now you have to tell me what it was. Yeah. 
Was it, La- it La- La- Oh, La- until Lavier? now it was a long, long, long time. It was Gaspar Noé's Irreversible. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yes, that's mm. that I knew. That, it's that still I, good. I, yeah, it's still okay. marvelous. But my favorite changed to be um, Wong Kar Wai's Chunking Express. Wow, really? Mm. Okay, well, that's... But that uh, uh, movie cannot change any more than the, that. It has everything. Okay, well, I cannot uh, disagree. I think it's also my favorite list of... Uh, I think it's my favorite from Wong Wise. It's it's a fantastic movie. It has Tony Long, uh, who I love so dearly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was very happy to see him this year uh, in the new Marvel superhero film in Shang-Chi. He plays in it the villain yes. and, and he's the best thing in the whole film. I was He plays the villain and it's uh, kind of stupid, but he makes it emotional for me. I start to actually, he plays it so well that mm-hmm. I start to actually get emotional in the film of the villain. <laughs> and his motivation. Oh, and, I, I you know, still have to see that, and because of him, sol- solely because of him. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But and and you yeah. saw it now in 2020. Again. I I've been or... watching it few times. Yeah. So so it, because uh, that's what I wonder because you talk about that it now happened this year. So it was like. You watched it one time now in 2020, and then that happened. That this it was such an impact. Like it was the the last tip that really tipped the scale. That okay, yes. Now yeah. I made my decision. This is the best film I've ever yeah. seen. Yes, yes, exactly. And now I'm at the moment I'm on a marathon of Wong Kar Wai's all films. Yeah, they're so playing it seen. in the in Finnish in demo. Yeah, yeah. And I think the movie mm-hmm. they also had uh, a series uh, Wong Kar Wai films and just out of interest can you can you is it possible for you to explain how come Chunk in this case is better than any of those other films what is it in a personal level is it a Which technical one? Chunking Which Express one? what makes it for ah. you like really uh, top of everything else like can you yeah it's it's because it's compact on that uh, Chungking Express. It's a house in Hong Kong, Chungking. It's where they moved from Taiwan, this father and so on. So they are like in there. So it's in that house. It's a compact thing done all in there. Yeah. It's a huge complex in Hong Kong where they have the things. And yeah, it's, it's not an apartment. It's not a little house. No. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vast, uh, like an underground ecosystem of, of, yeah. of stores and places. Yeah. And Very unconventional and rooms and apartments, places there. And it's very, and very, very significant that it's like underground and it's like there's no sunlight and. Yeah, so, so the the other in other films he has, it's also was this. Um, <clears throat> Is happy together. In another film, he was where they are in Argentina, and they go to that beautiful uh, waterfall, Iguazu waterfall in the border of Brazil, and they, <coughs> so they are there. But in the end, he goes back to Hong Kong. This 
Tony Leung. Mm-hmm. And then there was this uh, en- Fallen Angels. Fallen Angels is also there in Hong Kong in that place, Chungking. And mm-hmm. then, but none of them are so compact, and it's exactly masterly done into two. There are two stories which pass mm-hmm. each other, but they don't touch. But they really touch anyway, and it, you can't explain it. It's a thing. It's so the man and another man and, the, and this <laughs> this woman who is. Uh, a crook in the beginning, this, this uh, the strange woman with uh, with the coat and the hat, and she yeah, takes sunglasses, blonde wig, and yeah. the So, yeah, so you can't explain really. So there's mystery and noir. There is uh, this, and then there is this loving policeman who don't see this girl who is in love with him. She's selling in the fast food shop. This girl. Yeah. And she goes to clean his place. That's also special. It's a special ability of Wong Kar Wai that they are cleaner women. So I think the cleaner women, you know, it's yeah. uh, from this um, this uh, <coughs> lucky Chan Sil. She's a cleaner woman because of that in Korea. Yeah. This other movie, by the way. But okay, I don't go into. So. So I love the films where somebody goes into somebody's house without their knowing and does good things there and goes out like it's I shouldn't say that because I'm afraid of <laughs> such things. But you know, Kinky Dukes, this uh-huh. three iron, yeah. I fell in love with it immediately when the yeah, man I'm went into the same that. movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and the colours and the movement it's the best, best of them. All of these films where they have the all of they all have that, mm-hmm. the the traffic and the night and the colors and the moving the and this same for a cinematographer I think this Chris Doyle. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same. Yeah. It must be the same. They shot it in his apartment. He lived on that on that window to the escalator. Really? The, he lived in that apartment. It was That's his a apartment. new thing. I didn't know. But that was an apartment. I'm, I'm so, so strange apartment can be. And <laughs> they, anyway, they live in that. And so, so in Fallen Angels, they have such ones too. Very strange apartments and cleanings and things there. But here it's done best. It's done in the right time, the right cutting. It says the right cuttings of, and and this uh, Tony Leo as a yeah. policeman. Yeah, I would also mention that it's very hard for me to get clear comparison. But there's this weird thing about that that the fir- in the first half there is this um, this this criminal lady, and and the the the, the, the special thing about this this lady. Uh, Bridget Lin, who is credited just as woman in blonde wig, that's her character. It's very important that she has a blonde wig, and she, she's kind of like hiding herself. Like she has a blonde wig, she has raincoat, and she has sunglasses, and she's smoking this cigar uh, cigarettes all the time, and it's underground, and she's having sunglasses. 
So all these very special elements. Corridors very fast. Yeah, <laughs> and he has a gun, <laughs> and it it feels very like a uh, like a noir character with uh, like something you would find in a Bogart movie or something. Yes. And then there's this interesting thing that uh, Terry Killiam made a film, Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. And in that film, I don't know if we talked about it that in the, in the episode that we made. Or was it in the left in the cutting room floor? Um, at the very end, when they go to their airport, uh, the woman they they have to get these um, costumes to hide their identity and everything, and the woman decides to turn her hair into blonde, and then has a rain goat and puts on sunglasses. Exactly we the same way. We talked about that because that I remember I. I really talked about that, but I didn't know if I said it something nothing about von Karwein. And then, and then, like so. So to me, also just to mention the way the way uh, Bruce Willis sees her in that moment when she appears as this blonde version, because it's like changing this identity, and especially there's this something about this wig and this hair color hair, uh, really really connects to uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. You have the same scene when she comes out of the bathroom, appearing as the woman he kind of you know falls in love with, or from his visions, from his desires, oh, yeah. and he has yeah. the same kind of uh, reaction as Bruce Willis in Twelve Monkeys. Oh. But there's this really funny connections, like kind of that you can kind of step through yeah, on these episodes. Yeah. I also make this. I go also very deep into. <laughs> Uh, you see, These you movies. do it too, yeah. yeah. But but that's why the movies exist, I think. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for your list. This was a great list. A uh, uh, lot of like new films list? that I yeah, a lot of films that I haven't seen. Um, so I, I really look forward to catching up on those. Yeah, and there was a lot to to say about it. This will be take me years to digest all this myself, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Well, so, thank you. Thank you for commenting really nice things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, goodbye. Okay. okay. Goodbye.